Hey guys, Red here from Game Devs Quest with this week's ultra light, ultra quick tip. Look, if there's something in your life that you want to get better at, you got one option. That's to get down, get dirty, and practice. Go get some practice in today. Game Devs Quest. everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Game Dev's Quest, your once-weekly podcast following two game dev scrubs into game dev dumb. What up? We can do it. You can too. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. What's up, everybody? We were just raging a minute ago. Dude, we were. <laughs> it felt good. It felt good, yeah. to be honest. It's um, fun. It's fun when we uh, spend the first, like, 30 minutes of our conversation just, like, catching up and and like strategizing and also raging <laughs> i feel like most of our conversations generally start out like fairly colloquial and then it, yeah. it, it just like divulges or whatever devolves into just like a rage fest <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure the last five minutes of our conversation before we hit record was just us seeing who could scream fuck the loudest <laughs> Oh, geez. Not even an exaggeration. Yeah. Anyways, what's up, so, dude? Yeah. Uh, not much, dude. It's been an eventful week. Uh-huh. Um, first, let's start with the good news. Yes. Black Panther was badass. Nice. I mean, I know yeah. that came out last Friday, but we were doing something else. Uh, yeah, I went and saw it on Monday because it was a holiday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, so good. Nice. Yeah, and, you know uh, me. I don't go to the movies anymore, but uh, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, it was a like very unique and like you know obviously a Marvel movie. Like there was fights and there was explosions and there was laser cannons and things like that. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. <laughs> but um, and I'll try not to spoil it. Actually, all the way. I was just kidding when I said that about laser cannons. But uh, I'll try not to spoil it. But I, I am going to talk a little bit about it because uh, I I thought it was. First of all, like, you know, it might seem a small thing if you're not used to thinking about, um, you know, like, um, racism, racism. Thank you. I was trying to think of the right word for it. I was like, what is that thing? (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, us going to be releasing, uh, yeah. Between the world and me, it's black history month. So it's pretty cool that they, that, uh, they released black, black Panther, right? Yeah. Uh, Black Panther in Black History Month, and it's cool because I've heard, like, really awesome stuff about how all the characters are portrayed and everything. Dude, it's badass. Like, man, there's two white guys in the whole movie, and one is uh, Martin Freeman, you know, um, Mm -hmm. John Watson from Sherlock. Yeah. And other movies. And and then Andy Serkis, who's badass. Oh, yeah. You know? Classic Lord of the Rings people. (laughs) Dude, yeah, exactly, exactly. You got Bilbo and you got... uh, Gollum. Gollum, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Um, And then, um, as far as the black cast goes, dude, it's just all stars as well. And as far as the black cast, it's all black. So the cast, as far as the rest of the cast goes, it's some freaking all-star actors as well, dude. Um, The guy from Get Out is in it. I can't remember his name. I love that guy. Yeah. He was amazing um, in uh, his episode of Black Mirror, 
and uh, Get Out was, dude, so best, good. Best movie of last year, in my opinion. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, and he was in it, and um, I really enjoyed his uh, portrayal. Um, of course, uh, Chadwick Boseman, the lead actor in it, was just killing it uh, <laughs> as uh, T'Challa. Um, the Black Panther. And gotcha. yeah, dude, we went and saw it and I saw it the first showing on Monday morning. And of course it was a holiday, but the theater was sold out um, oh, wow. by the time we got in there. So that was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, my mom walked uh, within two feet of me in the theater, looked at me and didn't recognize me and kept going. So that was... <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And uh, I was like, I don't want to talk to her right now. You know what I'll do? I'll talk to her after the movie ends. Um, and then she got up and left <laughs> before I could say anything. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Uh, nice. Um, dodged a bullet. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, I love but, those uh, those situations when you walk past someone you know and you don't want to start a conversation and they pretend not to know you. <laughs> yeah. That happens yeah. all the time. Uh, at all least, the time. At least when I go to like Salem or Mount Angel or wherever, it happens all the time. Eugene, I don't know that many people, so... It rarely yeah. happens. But it happens to me more and more in Salem, which is disheartening, but um <laughs> We're getting older, we just know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And yeah. what's funny is uh you gotta you gotta adopt the Bentley Michaels uh method. Bentley is uh, one of the co hosts of my other podcast, Chaotic Amateurs. He um he just goes around wearing sunglasses and he always has his earbuds in because he listens to podcasts nonstop. Yeah. So he just always has his earbuds in. And even if he's not listening to anybody, he just pretends like if somebody calls out his name, he just pretends he can't hear them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I wear earbuds all the time too, especially at work and outside of work. And it really does like thwart any conversation. <laughs> I know, dude. It's genius. Uh, yep. So, uh, yeah, the one thing I wanted to talk about Black Panther before we get off that topic uh-huh. is uh, it's really interesting because me and Taylor have been, A, we read Between the World and Me, which... Um, Amazing book. Yeah, and the guy who wrote it, Ta-Nehisi Coates, he uh, has written um, the Black Panther comics. Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. And so I was really excited to see that because I thought his book was just amazing. Uh, Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. And uh, so that so that was one reason. But also, so we've been reading uh, this other book called An Indigenous People's History of the United States yeah. um, by Ro- Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz. And uh, pretty much ever since I've started reading nonfiction, like especially with like uh, Games Without Rules, and then of course oh, I read 1491, yeah. mm-hmm. I've been thinking about uh, colonialization uh, colonialism and yeah. imperialism like a lot uh-huh. and what was really fascinating about Black Panther was so it takes place in a fictional country uh, called Wakanda and I mean everybody knows about Wakanda like you know if you've seen uh, Captain America Civil War um, you know I and haven't. the person <laughs> oh you haven't no I'm not like there's been probably 15 Marvel movies that are have been released since I watched the last one. I don't know. What was the last one you watched? Uh, hard to say. Deadpool or Ant-Man, maybe. Oh, Deadpool is so good. Deadpool was really good. Um, Civil War was fun because there's parts of it to me that played like a Jason Bourne movie, like a oh, spy cool. movie. Yeah. So that was like really cool because you get a lot of like 
you get a lot of Captain America like running around outside the uniform and like, mm-hmm. you know, and then of course the Civil War aspect of it was like kind of the most boring part. Like the big fight between the two teams of superheroes. Like, yeah. It, 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 but the drama was actually like, I thought pretty good. And the way they filmed it, like there's so many scenes, even I just rewatched it like not that long ago. And I was like, damn, dude, this is like a freaking Jason Bourne movie, the way they do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um, but the whole point uh, in Civil War, they introduced Black Panther to the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the first time. That's and cool. uh, yeah. So he was in it? Yeah, he was in it. Yeah. Nice. And Wakanda's in it, and it's a fictional country, just like, you know, if you saw Avengers um, Age of Ultron, you know, they got like Markovia or whatever. Not Markovia. I don't yeah, Markovia, I think. The country that they that Ultron attacks. Um it's like some fictional Eastern European country. Well Wakanda's fictional, but the perception that the world has of Wakanda is that it's very, very poor African country. When in reality, uh, it's like the world's biggest deposit of vibranium, which of course is like a very valuable metal. It's what Captain America's shield is made out of. Oh, okay. Um, and a number of other things. And they use the vibranium to just make this like technological freaking utopia, basically. But they don't want that secret to get out. So yeah. they <laughs> basically have this like camouflage generator. So their like largest city can't be seen. Oh, wow. And so it all takes place in this country that was never colonized by white people. Because it was it like was, too crappy. <laughs> it, it well, it was just hidden away. Oh, okay. So like maybe like their outskirts were colonized or whatever, but like their main country where everybody lived like was hidden away, mm-hmm. and so white people never got in there and never colonized it. So they never lost their culture. They never lost their heritage. Nice. And uh, it's just fascinating to watch, you know. Yeah. Um, the way, and I read like that there, there was a lot of like struggle with the costume design to like get costumes that like had no white influence, you know, and to get <laughs> a, a, a cultural background that had no white influence. And I thought it was just so well done. It was great. Nice. Dude. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of to the point where I'm not going to watch a Marvel, a Marvel movie unless like I have a good reason to. And that's one I definitely want to see. So Michael, Michael Jordan's son, whose name is also Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, he was in, you know, he was the kid in Space Jam. Oh, okay. Beginning. Uh, he's in this. Um, oh, cool. As like one of the main protagonists. And I uh-huh. thought he did like such a good job, dude. Yeah. Like he was like, you know, basically, <laughs> I mean, he was the representation of America in that movie because he's Amer- he was originally like Wakandan or whatever but like grew up in America mm-hmm. and so he's got like all this like gang violence history like in him it's like really fascinating huh. anyways Jesus we've been talking about this for way too long the other thing that <laughs> happened this week was a school shooting yep um, just living up to the American uh, principle the American dream the American mm-hmm. uh, heritage you know just not a normal week if uh, people aren't getting shot mm-hmm yeah, it's uh definitely really sad. Um I'm always pissed off when I hear about a shooting. And we've always talked about my anxiety. Like yeah. I'm always paranoid that someone's going to just shoot up the place. Um because it's so common these days and our people we elect don't care. Their yeah. pockets are lined by the NRA. Um and 
like pretty much nothing is going to change. But this time's a little different because the students are putting up a huge fight. And yeah. uh, it's amazing to see how like people who have who have experienced the shooting firsthand that can't vote are are basically being politically charged and active but it's also astonishing to see how people who support like the second amendment will do like anything to like like <laughs> these kids who were just in a school shooting are basically being criticized yeah now. it's insane i like and some of these ideas that are coming out of this are outrageous i like i will say i am a little bit surprised that our president is proposing to ban bump stocks and raise the, the limit the age limit for acquiring um I mean, I guess an AR-15, if you ask someone who's a gun advocate, is not considered an assault rifle, um, but he's proposing a, an age bump on that to 21. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like the most progressive thing he's ever done, really. Um, yeah. Which is pretty amazing. But he also proposed arming teachers and basically militarizing schools. Yeah. Which is just the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, that wouldn't have happened if we had good guys in there with guns. Oh, but there was a good guy in there with a gun. I know. There was. You know what he did? He fucking ran away because that's what reasonable fucking people do when they hear gunshots. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, don't get me wrong. Like, there are brave people out there in the world and we've seen it several times you know like it wasn't the clackamas town center shooting here in oregon ended by a guy with a gun i don't remember after the guy shot 15 fucking people or some bullshit then some ex-marine shot him yeah um and then even but even he was like no this isn't like what you're supposed to do (laughs) (laughs) you're not supposed to just like do this every time yeah um yeah, it's just crazy, you know? And then, you know, I get that it's a very politically charged topic, and it's like one side thinks the other side doesn't understand anything about guns, you know? Right. And and the truth is, is like a lot of people, it is just an emotional issue, mm-hmm. and they want to have a fix for it because they realize that there is a problem. And it's mm-hmm. not a – but to the other, the other side, it's just as emotional. Like, you're really, really passionate about these guns, and I, I've said it time and time again, dude. That guns are like the new religion. Oh yeah, and uh, and well, we're reading about in in indigenous peoples of the United States. We're basically reading about how <laughs> the American myth is just per, uh, perpetuated constantly, and it's all a lie. Yeah, it is, dude. And it's it is all a- built off this same kind of thing about like Second Amendment rights and all this stuff about like America can do no wrong. It's the same type of thing. It's just denying blatant facts. Fake news. Guns aren't the problem. Yeah, dude. It's if, just, uh, it's... Th- what is that comedian's name? I may have talked about him before. He's Australian. Yeah, Jim Jeffries. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason you got to, to keep your guns is fuck off. I like guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I love that, dude. Yeah. 
which it, nobody it, ever fucking says. And that's like, dude, just man up. Like, he's got a point. Yeah. You know, and everybody says Jim Jeffries doesn't fucking know what he's talking about. It's like, well, A, he does live in the fucking United States, and B, he was the victim of a home invasion, and C, he owned a gun when that happened. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and he talks about that, but people, they, they're like, he wasn't a victim of a home invasion. It's like, okay, well, then nobody, nothing ever happened to anybody, and we're all floating through a perpetual <laughs> fucking lie. So that's fine. Believe whatever uh, you want to believe. Like, yep. Net neutrality doesn't help. Global warming isn't real. Guns aren't the problem. Uh, and and here's here's <laughs> the thing that really blows me away is like you know I, I was talking to my uncle who you know bless his little heart. He's saying a I don't trust the government, so I need to have my guns. And the NRA is all about gun safety, and it's like you don't trust the government, but you trust an organization that fucking buys the government. Like yeah, what? Like, all this information about how much money that they spend lining the pockets of these fucking congressmen and senators it's is available. Insane. Yeah, it's insane and, how much it is. And, yeah. The, they one own of the these top, fucking people. One of the top people... Oh, wait, no, I'm mixing that up. I was going to say, one of the top people was from Oregon, but that was net neutrality getting bought off by Comcast. There's been a guy, he's like a representative from Eastern Oregon, who has, like, over a million dollars that Comcast paid him in his tenure as a representative. Wow. It's hey, like, good for you. Yeah. But that same kind of thing happens. If you look it up, I'm pretty sure like John McCain has like $2 million from the NRA. Dude, well, that's the thing. We're getting to the point where these people have been in office for decades. Like they've had their chance to pass legislation. If they can't do it by now, like, sorry, yeah. just get the hell They're out done. of here. And, and, and that's what I'm, I'm very happy to see this in politics. Dude. There is going to be a reckoning, dude. They just politicized the whole fucking generation of teenagers. Yeah. Like. They're disrespectful Man. for questioning us. Yeah, you fucking twats. Get off it, your skateboards, kids. Yeah, it's going like, to be great, dude. I mean, don't give me... Like, I'll be the first to say that... There, John McCain at one point used to be cool. Um, well, he still does challenge Trump sometimes. Yeah, like, which I, th- which is I do great. think he's like... He's, he's the only Republican that... Has a well, spine. Well, not the only. There's a couple of them. <laughs> Um, and John McCain, you know, yeah, he's he's got like some uh, a semblance of principles. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Like, whereas others don't. Um, mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, guys. There's Democrats that don't have. Principles oh, the Democrats either, are but, just as bad. Yeah, but the problem is, is that like, you know, it's like you can you can just look at the voting record on certain things, and it's like, okay, well, at least there's a side that is trying to like not make the world a shithole. And in some in some cases, for sure, in some yeah. cases, yeah, not every case, yeah. not every case. Right. And I, I mean, on certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and there's lots of things that I it, it's weird to me. Like, we kind of talked about it in like Hiroshima. And I think we talk about it in other books on the book club where there's these things that it's funny that there's like a political platform for those things right mm-hmm. like it's funny that it's like a conservative platform that like we had to drop the bomb on japan you know yeah right <laughs> there was no choice i know well it's all it's about like, that like having pride in your military you know like you basically just deny you you, you look over their faults because you yeah. want to like you know uh make yourself feel good about what they've done yeah you know yeah which i mean i understand and like Thank you to the people who've served our country. Like you put yourself at danger, yeah. uh, you put your life at risk for it. But there's a there's a bigger question uh, always about like going into combat and 
whether or not it's the right thing to do. And sometimes, obviously, like, you can't really avoid it. But right. you got to you gotta be able to question it. And that's the great thing about America is at least, at least we have the freedom to analyze the actions of our government and question it and yeah. see how we can make it better. Like, that's pretty – it's pretty amazing that you and I can have this conversation, which is completely damning of the government and yeah. what they've done in the past and not, like – be black bagged or something yeah you know? right so yeah. like there is something to say about that but like there's all it's kind of like in this book we're reading america has has flat out just denied what they've done i mean we basically waged a holocaust against the indigenous peoples of america and since we won it's like yeah you know whatever it had to happen manifest destiny america's great <laughs> yeah pretty you much dude. it's insane now go live on these ship shitty plots of land where we can't do anything with them right yeah Ew. yeah um <laughs> nice uh political tangent there we did it when the when we were talking about net neutrality too but we're, yeah. we're kind of getting to this point in our podcast where we just don't even care we just talk about whatever <laughs> we want so <laughs> I think I think there will be a reckoning, man. There's teenagers that are becoming politicized. Uh, on the 2018 ballot already, uh, there is more women running than ever in history for Congress. Yeah. So right. that's cool. Well, um, and like these kids that are basically just seeing like the status quo just means your voice isn't heard. Yeah. They're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that future. Like, of course, kids eat Tide Pods and all that kind of stuff, but kids are kids. Dude, is they, that true, though? I read a statistic the other day that said kids have not really eaten Tide Pods. Well, it's probably like, you know, a couple a couple cases of it or something, you know? And then you it's hear just, it as in, like, all teenagers eat Tide Pods every day. Whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. Snope says it's true. <laughs> That's interesting. It, it's a, it, But it's always, like, blown out of proportion, right? It's like the satanic panic in the 80s. Like, oh, yeah. There is an episode of, if you guys ever listen to How Stuff Works, the podcast, uh, which is, if you don't, it's a fucking fantastic podcast. They got topics fra- ranging from everything. Like, mm-hmm. um, you can get a full-on history of, like, the banking system from its, like, inception till now. Um, that would be interesting. It, dude, it's really it's yeah. really crazy. <laughs> you know why we have this, like, negative stereotype about Jewish people and money? The banks? Yeah, because in the Middle Ages... Uh, Christians had a law that said that they could not, God, what is the exact word that they use? But it's basically like Christians could not benefit at the expense of others Mm -hmm. uh, in their business, which prohibited them from being bankers. And uh, Jewish people had no uh, law restricting that. So... Inherently, oh, they filled I've the void. This. Yeah, I think I've heard that. <laughs> they filled I mean, the void sense, and they became right? bankers. Yeah. Huh? It makes sense, though, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a really negative stereotype, and I don't mean to perpetuate that. I, yeah. I just mean, like, that's where that comes from. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like, so, uh, kind of side note, talking about other podcasts. So, Hardcore History now has another podcast called Hardcore History Addendum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've listened to it at all, but I started listening the other day and it's talking about uh, basically which army was better or which military was better 
the World War One Germans or the Nazi Germans. And uh, he was talking about how Hitler, basically, people think that he was crazy, like in his decisions to, A, attack the Russians, you know, which basically caused him to have wars on two fronts. Yeah. And B, he declared war on the U.S. while a lot of U.S. citizens were still isolationists. So they probably wouldn't have even been involved in the war, at least at that <laughs> time. But Hitler declared war so dan carlin's like yeah you know when i grew up everyone was basically just saying well hitler was crazy he's you know not smart not a a good strategist but then he's like you have to understand the perspective that hitler had hitler wasn't thinking about war in terms of nation states he basically was a conspiracy theorist that thought the rest of the world uh was being run by jews and he thought like that jews were you know these horrible like vermin or whatever and so it it made sense to hitler at the time to just call a war on all jews which meant like all these other nations you know which is like crazy to think about i mean obviously hitler was like one of the worst people in the history of humankind but it's like it's interesting when you try to peek into the psyche of these people uh and so if you guys haven't listened to Hardcore History, my favorite podcast is Hardcore History. But then it's cool that he's doing Hardcore History Addendum because he doesn't get a lot of Hardcore History episodes out in a year yeah. uh, anymore because they're so epic and long. But these are shorter little topics, you know? Yeah. So anyways. Hey, uh, breaking news real quick since we were just talking about uh, politics. Uh-huh. Uh, former Trump campaign manager uh, and campaign aide. Rick Gates is going to plead guilty to lying to federal agents and conspiracy against the United States. Dang. No, no collusion, though. <laughs> the dominoes are falling. I know, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. What are crazy. emails, guys? Who are emails? I know. But have we read all the emails yet? <laughs> yeah, I think 2018 is going to be a crazy year. Yeah. Mueller is uh, getting closer by the day to do something crazy. Well, dude, so I had the day off on Monday, and my God, was it a taste of freedom. Yeah, I I spent pretty much the whole morning um, reading, cleaning our apartment, uh, editing a podcast, working on my game, just doing all these things that were like my work. You know, things that I wanted to invest my time into. Uh, working on that on Monday. And it felt so good. I was like, damn, dude, if if this is what I could do instead of going to work every day, like, I wouldn't even care if I didn't make money. This is amazing. <laughs> right? Uh, it's so it's it was, funny when you look at life like that because uh-huh. a long time ago, I started calculating, like, how much money would I need to, like, just subsist Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not much. <laughs> no, it's not much. Well, dude, and... like after taxes, oh my god, we barely make anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think I'm making so much money, and and through the years, you know, I've gotten different jobs that have made more money, and I've gotten promotions and uh, 
wage increases and I'm like, oh dude, I'm moving on up. And it turns out like this whole time I've been living off of pennies <laughs> and I still somehow managed to save, you know? So, yeah. I mean, we've been lucky in, in our finances. Um, we save a lot of money and we don't, don't spend a lot of money, but we also like have been lucky with not having, having debts, catastrophes, catastrophes like health incidents and take taking on debt, having kids. Honestly, like that, I'm sure our the amount of money we had would drop significantly if we had a kid. Well, but, yeah, I mean it wouldn't drop. Well, <laughs> you'd just be spending it. <laughs> yeah, I mean our savings, but um, but yeah, it's crazy how little we can live off of. Yeah, I remember listening to Elon Musk's interview on the Nerdist podcast years ago. And when he was in college, like part of his success is that he's a penny pincher. And, you know, he came from South Africa and he went to college in Canada. And while he was going to college, he was he, he did the math. What do I need to survive? Well, I can buy bulk beans and rice. Um, and if I tallied up, I can live off of one dollar of food a day. Yeah. As long as he buys <laughs> in bulk, right? Uh-huh. And that's what he did. He lived off beans and rice in college. And so he spent $30 a month on food, and that was it. God, that's crazy. And then he got out of college, and he fucking made PayPal, (laughs) (laughs) which he then sold for a shit ton of money, and then founded SpaceX, and then founded Tesla, and all that shit. So, Mm -hmm. um, obviously, like, he's, he's talented and has put in a lot of work. It's not just a matter of saving money, but it's still fascinating to see, you know. A lot of successful people have that same idea where it's like, you know, my old mentor used to tell me, he's like, where, he's like, where my success comes from. You okay? Yeah. I just like (laughs) aspirated on my own. (laughs) (coughs) Oh God, I'm going to die probably. Oh dude. So like I accidentally like swallowed my own spit in a weird way. (laughs) And then it caused me to like throw up a little bit in my mouth. (laughs) But my old mentor said that he always attributed his success to two things. Uh, when everybody else was walking at work, he would run. And when he saw a pop can or something on the ground, everybody sees trash. He saw five cents, mm-hmm. you know, uh, now 10 cents if you live in an Oregon. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought there so, was more to it. <laughs> no, that's two things. That's yeah. what he attributes. To, he just saw money where other people's didn't, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, um, man. I mean, it is about. It's all just about like a balancing act and, uh, you know, making the best of things. Like, what do you really need? Right. And uh, I don't know. I feel like as I've gotten older, you know, as a kid, it's like, oh, dude, I wish I had this gaming console and this gaming console. And how cool would it be if I had like a go-kart and like all this stupid stuff, you know? And then as you get older... Go-karts are not stupid. Well, yeah, but you don't need to buy one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. And Um, you don't need to buy one new either if you want to do that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just a balancing act. As as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that I can get away with not having much, you know. As long as I have a working computer and food in my belly, I'm like I'm pretty happy. Yeah, you know? I can agree with that. And I've always I've always said a computer is like the one thing I need too because it's just access to unlimited entertainment, basically. Yeah, you know? right. Yep. Um, well, I guess computer and internet, which who knows in April. Whatever you can go to the library. Well, yeah, true. But uh. Yeah, who knows how long our internet's going to be good since net neutrality's being repealed, but... Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, Obama. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was nice. Monday was amazing. Um, yeah. 
And then on top of that, I've been streaming again, streaming quite a bit, um, back on schedule, and that's been really fun. Been getting so much support from all you homies out there listening, which has been awesome, dude. Yeah, you guys make me feel good. Makes me want to do it because, as I've said, it's always like hanging out with your bros, uh, your friends. I always say bros, but I mean that like all-encompassing. Like I can have, I feel like I can have a a friend that's a girl that's my bro, you know. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does make sense. Uh, yeah, but it's just it's fun. I always have people hanging out with me that are super inspiring and encouraging. And like last night, I was just like not feeling it. I hit this point in my game, which I don't know if I've really talked about it much uh, for one game February, but basically it's this infinite runner where you're trying to build a song, and each uh, you have these platforms that spawn uh, from the right coming at you, and each platform has a type of instrument like sound and if you hit a certain key it adds to the song basically and so the Mm. goal of the game is to like build a song throughout the like for each round Um, but i've hit this kind of like game design snag where first i was like structuring it around the instruments and then what happened was when i'd hit the the platforms uh it would just be the same instrument playing over and over and it'd get like really hard to listen to so then last night, or the night before, I was like, yeah, I'll switch that to phrases. So every instrument has its own little section, own platform, and then you hit them together and they sound better. But then a phrase is only like a couple instruments and and one measure. So like you'd hit the end of a round after hitting three platforms or something. So it just didn't feel very good. So last night I was just kind of like struggling. And uh, yeah, everyone, everyone that hung out on stream just like made me feel way better. They're just hanging out, encouraging me. Been having this thing where people are throwing bits at me, um, and I've been playing Rick and Morty little bits. <laughs> nice <laughs> every time, and it's just been hilarious. Like people would be like, "You know what I'm in the mood for? I want to see some more little bits," and, <laughs> and then they throw like 50 bits at me, and I'll play it for them. Uh, it's so fun, dude. So that's what I love. Like right now, I'm kind of like starting to. Uh, get into like a a rhythm and like finding what what my community and viewers want to want to watch and listen to so it's been a lot of fun kind of building that but uh yeah it's been pretty much my week work was a drag i so god i had to do this uh certification thing at work um currently i can't open up computers because i'm not dell certified so like if a hard drive fails or something i have to like take the computer and give it to our IT department to do it. But now like they've given us this exam, basically this course to go through and get Dell certified. It's like the most specific, stupid crap. Like this model of Inspiron, when it's, when it's led lights blink in this pattern, it means that there's this kind of failure. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to need to know that. I could just Google it. But then I took, (laughs) I took the exam and those are the kind of questions that they asked. Like, what kind of a blink pattern on a latitude four five seventy uh, will make a will show you that the hard drive is failing? I'm like, I don't know. This is dumb. And then I took the I was taking the quiz and it crashed my computer four times and I had to start over every time. So wow. it was really annoying. I thought it's funny because I was on a Dell computer taking a Dell certification test and the whatever like plug-in they used like crashed my computer (laughs) it's like cool way to go dell 
I guess I'm glad I didn't buy a Dell last time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty much my week. Cool. Well, uh, well we also... podcast over. Catch you yeah, all later. Right. <laughs> we didn't talk about OMG Jam 3, though. We've had just a bunch of stuff in between them, uh, then um, and now. Yeah, it went very well. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for your contributions. Yeah, it was, we had amazing games submitted. Um, I, <laughs> I've been joking this whole week that, like, our game was probably one of the worst ones. <laughs> But it looked nice. <laughs> uh, it did look nice. Good work. And the Red. music was tight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had we had like up to 127 people signed up, which just blew me out of the water. And then uh, we had 42 game submissions, which was just so cool. I, I also love that it was 42 because meaning of life, you know? Um, yeah. So that was cool. And then on the Monday after, we played through all the games. And it was like... First of all, I realized how much I suck at games. And second of all, uh, it was just really fun, like, playing all of them. There's so many good games. Um, and so many people saying that this was their first game jam that they've done, which is just, like, super rewarding for us to hear, you know? So, yeah. is, there, is there any that you remember off the top of your head that were, like, some of your favorites? Dude, I don't remember what it was called, but the fucking genius one where you're the firefighter and you use the water to like oh yeah <laughs> navigate like that what was, was that so smart yeah I don't it was. know but I called it like I called it a retro Super Mario Sunshine like seven times <laughs> oh yeah it's called uh, Becky B E K Y Captain Becky Beaky must fight fire to save herself I'm pretty sure so. that's the one it is yeah I was terrible at it it took me like. 10 minutes to figure out how to do it and then after I got it going it was, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. That was a fun one. Yeah. I really liked that one. Um God, there were some that like the artwork was amazing. Like I don't remember what it was called but the one where you're like playing as the cloud and yeah. uh, you have to like uh water these uh little tiles in your area. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked the art in that too. That one was really cool. They did uh blo- uh not bloxels, voxels. Yeah. Um, and it just was really pretty. And then there's also this under undersea one where you're like this uh, diver. Uh, and it was like an infinite runner. And you had to dodge different things. Oh, like yeah. That was a good Fish one. and stuff. The artwork on that one was amazing. What was that yeah. called? Um, that was, was one of the not, first ones submitted. Was it Not So Yellow Submarine? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. God, the artwork was amazing on that one. Uh, um, the other one that I really liked was um, the one where you are like the droplet of water and you have to like spring from one container oh, of water yeah. to the next. That was yeah. really cool. I don't remember what that was called either, but that one was, it felt like a game that would be on an app store for sure. Yeah. Which was cool. Um, yeah, what else, dude? There were so many good ones. Uh, oh, God, there was that one... Where you uh, <laughs> run like an orphanage? <laughs> oh yeah, that and one was awesome. <laughs> that one might might have been my favorite, uh, just because like the the whole thing was fleshed out. It was a clicker game. Yeah, you, and you just click to get money, and then you use that money to buy stuff to get more money faster. <laughs> yeah, and basically it's like this whole debate about like doing good versus evil. So like, do you basically enslave your orphans to earn, or like at cheap la- labor? 
Yeah. Uh, or do you like hire a nun who's much more expensive, but it's like the righteous path, you know? <laughs> that one was, I don't remember what it was called. It was really good. Or also another one that was like the, the mechanic was so clever was squeeze where you're like just a, this little box with a face on it. And you like have to try and maintain this shape. And there's these platforms that are going oh, yeah. horizontal and vertically uh, and like smashing your character. That mechanic was so clever. I thought that was from uh, Coco, Coco man, Mancito man. It, mm. Yeah. Who's uh, in our community, but yeah. Also Madikin's game. Star Hunter was legit. Um, oh yeah, that was dope. I, I was terrible at it, but it was really cool. I liked the visuals on it and the animations were really good on that one. Um, what else, man? There were so many good ones. Uh, some of them were like so funny, like eating grass simulator. <laughs> you remember that one? <laughs> yeah, that was hard. <laughs> yeah, it was really hard. You just, you're like this weird kid who likes to eat grass and like you can't let your father see you eat grass <laughs> or you lose. Uh, that one was really funny. Uh, yeah, dude. So overall, I mean, I could sit here and talk about every single one made cause they were all really cool. Um, thank you to everyone who participated. We plan on continuing to do OMG jam. So we'll have OMG jam four coming up in a couple of months. Um, it all kind of depends on Rhett and my schedule. So I think the general plan is to do one per quarter. So like four per year um, would be pretty awesome. So look out for the next one. I hope it's uh, as big of a hit as this one. I'm kind of worried that the next one we do, if things go the way that they have been going, uh, we'll get like even more entries, which isn't something to be worried about. Like that would be awesome. But I'm worried in that, our stream to play all of them will be like a day long. Uh, Cause the one with 42, we did five minutes per game and it was like close to four hours. <laughs> well, there might come a time where we have to like, you know, um, cut back on the number of games we play or, or do a or contest. We have a con. Yeah. We could have a contest voting or uh-huh. we could just have other people play them too. <laughs> True. Yeah. Ask people to play like, 20 on their stream or whatever yeah or we split into multiple streams which would be all right too but yeah that was fun yeah great work everybody on the omg gym it was it was great i don't think that there was really a bad entry that we played no definitely not uh what else dude well, how about that? I guess we're done. Uh, just kidding. Um, yeah, so yesterday, too, uh, me and Taylor talked about this a bit already, but um, I've been talking about or- organizing a writing club for a while, and yeah. I finally did it. And it's not very big. It's just four people, including myself. Um, but we met, and we exchanged some writing samples, exchanged some notes, talked about writing, talked about, like, world building and, like, you know, world design type stuff and just generally had a pretty good time with it. And I think we're going to try and make it a regular thing. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I know, I know how much you love writing. Um, and I'm excited to see where that goes. 
Yeah, dude. And it was kind of fun, too. We had a uh, friend of the show, Lee, was in the writing club uh, as well. And I was, like, really blown away. He was like, yeah, well, I, I didn't really write anything, but I've had this idea. Well, he did write something. But he had this idea for a while, and I hadn't really written anything till today. So he wrote, like, three pages or something uh, down. And he, he was, like, very, like, science literature I can see but, that. Dude, some of his turns of phrase were like some of the most fucking poetic things. I was like, Lee, you wrote like what the fuck? This is bullshit. <laughs> like you just wrote this today before the club and he's like, Yeah. <laughs> like, oh dude, like one of my favorite phrases, and maybe it's a little cheesy without the context, but uh he's he's basically talking about like his story is basically if you guys are familiar with the concept of a Dyson sphere, which is a uh a man made structure that like can uh you know theoretically would surround an entire star to oh, harness all the of the energy. power that comes off that star mm-hmm. um basically somebody harnessing the power that's harvested from a dyson sphere to like become a god basically right oh jeez uh-huh. and uh and in it he the the character in his mind he says this hand he's like not only not only do i plan on not only will I bite the hand that feeds, but I will become the hand. Oh, and I was damn. like, holy shit. Like, dude, that gave me chills when he read that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you fucking wrote this, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't have any cool turns of phrases in my shit. It's just like, here's some workhorse prose and, <laughs> and, uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mentioned this before, but I'd love to like hear what you guys talk about. Like, not to say, hey, Rhett, add another podcast to your list. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, uh, Taylor, I hear you loud and clear. Starting another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'm actually almost fully caught up on all of my regular podcasts, which is weird. Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what do I listen to now? You know, Joe Rogan. I eh, probably could. You just got to pick and choose. That's not when you listen to everything. Yeah, true. Because you couldn't. There's more than a thousand episodes, and they're uh, three hours a pop. So wow, yeah, that's intense. I don't think I yeah. can do that. No, you just pick the ones that you like, and like a lot of the ones with his best friends are like really good, like Joey Diaz, Brian Redband, Duncan Trussell, Tony Hinchcliffe. Like those are all great. But then if you see anybody that you know, um, or recognize their work, mm-hmm. those are really great episodes too. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, the guy, I think he made the documentary, uh, documentary Restrepo. Oh, damn. Uh-huh. Which, have you seen? He was on, and he wrote this book called Tribes. I could be mess- mixing these guys up, but he wrote this book called Tribes, um, which is uh, really interesting. I, I was kind of thinking about reading it for the book club, but I don't think I'm going to waste my pick on that. I mean, it looks great, and I do want to read it, but um, it's all it's just all about how human beings, like, sort of naturally... Um, assign themselves to like di- to different groups, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was on there, and they talked a lot about his experience, like in hot zones, like in, you know, in uh, you know, countries of with conflict. And uh, that was really fascinating to listen to. He's had Neil deGrasse Tyson on, which is always fun to listen to because Joe, and Joe's not a stupid guy. Anybody who listens, it's like yeah, he you know, he's kind of a meathead in some ways. <laughs> But yeah. on the other level, he's got this like total like stoner intellectual thinker thing down, <laughs> um, which is funny because like 
most people that I know that would know him, it's uh, they know him from Fear Factor, right? Or like yeah. the UFC because he's a UFC or, commentator. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Like a lot of people, if you just take a minute to listen to them or get to know them have a lot of interesting things about themselves you know like probably most people that i work with don't know that i work on game dev don't know that i have a podcast don't know that i stream on twitch and i don't want to like tout that as being like oh i'm so cool but you know like if you take a minute to get to know somebody there's probably a lot of surprising things about them you know yeah so that's pretty cool yeah, it's pretty cool, and and I actually really enjoy the long form podcast as well. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because most people aim for that hour mark or less, but he just goes for it, man. And it's three hours, um, nonstop, and the and the conversation just goes anywhere. You know, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes sometimes it's a lot more like personal, and he's like straight up interviewing the person. Other times they're just talking, and they kind of naturally tend to gravitate towards the things that Joe talks about a lot, anyways. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, like they talk a lot about nutrition. They talk a lot about health and fitness. They talk a lot about, um, they do get, oh, like go listen to the Dan Carlin episodes, dude. You'll love that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's been on like twice. Yeah. Um, they talk about politics. They talk about history. They talk about freaking all sorts of science bullshit. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, dude, but yeah. they, and they also talk about hunting and they talk about stuff like that, you know, so it's like you kind of get your you kind of get your wide variety of things because Joe, you know, it's like I think he probably identifies more as like a liberal person, but he has like a lot of like conservative uh, ideas. And I hate to like add those labels on, but just to like, you know, make it easier, like mm-hmm. uh, for for some people um, like yourself. he has a lot of. What? I'm just kidding. Like just, myself, shut the yeah. fuck. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like he's he's super into the hunting thing, and so he's pretty all about that. And but and then like you know the whole all like the trans rights things, like it, it takes a different meaning with him because he's thinking about it from like a com- a competitive like standpoint, and he he never talks about it in like real life. Usually, I mean, yeah, he does, you mean but, like you mean like if uh, like- yeah, like. You know, somebody tra- transitions from being a man to a woman, and then they go compete in the UFC. Like, right? Yeah, which has happened, and they didn't right. like. They never told anybody that they used to be a man, and they're like, "Why is this person dominating?" And then they found out that they used to be a man, and it was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> like, how do we handle this? Should they be in trouble? So right. that's kind of interesting. That is interesting. Uh, that's a that's a difficult topic. It um, is. It, every topic's difficult depending uh, on the true. audience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Um. Cool, man. But yeah, anyway, um, Y'all have I don't to know check where we podcast. I don't know yeah. where we're going. Who knows? I'll, where we're and going. I guess I'll have to start a writing podcast now because Taylor's <laughs> making me do it. So yeah, get on it, crack the whip. Although it would be kind of fun, you know. Me and Taylor have talked in the past about adding more content in association with Game Devs Quest, and it would uh-huh. be kind of fun maybe if we make it like a Patreon access thing where, you know, maybe I could record it as a podcast, and we yeah. could do an emphasis on world building or and like design elements, and then people can take that and because I think like my creativity is fostered by all of my writing and i think it makes game design and game development a lot easier yeah well totally um Um, what you could try to do i don't know if you do this currently but try to gear your writing towards game like game writing you know yeah um and another thing that would be kind of cool is like 
you write a story and you tell it like you it's just a recording of you reading your story aloud or something you know Mm. and then you just do like a i don't know 10 20 minute uh segment each week or something yeah uh although that's probably a lot of writing to to do 10 to 20 minutes of talking through it each week but yeah that would be but uh (laughs) but that would be kind of cool um yeah i'm interested in just ways that we can like spice up our our podcast or our i almost feel like we're starting to have this game devs quest umbrella like you know we're we're under the airpodcast.com uh umbrella but i almost feel like game devs quest is starting to get there it is like it is you know, we have different different levels. We got the podcast, we got Twitch streams, we got the Discord. Um, you know, we're talking about, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast, but we're kind of brainstorming some ideas about doing like a gaming league or something. Yeah. Um, sorry if I spoiled that too soon, but uh, we don't have now any we have details. To do it. <laughs> I know, now we have to. Yeah, we don't have any details worked out, but I think that'd be a really fun way to kind of like get to know each other in the community and yeah. uh you know like what better excuse to play a game than to say oh i'm doing this for game dev research and making other game dev friends like it's a networking opportunity yeah totally know? um i'm sure you could learn a lot by like if you wanted to work with somebody in the community and then you play like dota with them and they're just completely toxic you're like yeah i'm not gonna work with them <laughs> or, oh, dude, that'd be or like the other the way perfect could you imagine just like showing up to a job interview for a game dev position like, let's play like, some right, dota <laughs> we're gonna play some dota dude we got 5v5 rolling in here we got the office rolling let's do it and, yeah and then you know you're like you're like <laughs> mid or feed bitch you know yeah <laughs> And they're uh, like, ooh, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. You see, because I'm mid. I like to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I they like just. Play Crystal Maiden mid. Then they do douchey things like they team kill you or like uh, <laughs> purposefully steal your pick and stuff. Like, see how oh, you react. Yeah, they just test you, dude. Yeah. They like constantly are tiny tossing you into combat and then like yeah. anything. Just like, just to see your reactions. Yeah. Oh, God, that would be so fucked up, dude. Nobody would uh, ever get hired. Just best, pick up the mouse and keyboard and throw it across the room. Best interview ever. Dude, I think I could actually pass that because I I am a pushover. So <laughs> Big Tiny would toss me and I'd be like, oh, sorry about that, dude. I didn't mean to stand so close to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. But yeah, so um, just stuff like that, like ways to, to keep our community exciting and uh, beneficial to everybody. If you guys have ideas on things you want to do, Definitely share it in the Discord or email us, DM us on Discord, whatever. Um, we want you guys to be involved as much as possible as well, which is like why this community is fun and flourishing is just like having you guys around and participating and hearing your uh, your perspectives and things. Like it's not the quest is for all of us. It's just it's not just for us, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> We burned it all before the podcast. Started. I know, dude. What's the deal? Like, we always talk about how much we can just like roll. We can just keep talking. I've been reading this uh, book called SPQR by uh, Mary Beard, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because somebody tweeted from the Awesome Book Club Twitter about a Mary Beard uh, book. Oh, um, cool. I think it was called Women in Power. She's a really great historian, and uh, SPQR obviously is the acronym that means like the Senate and People of Rome. And uh, reading about, like, the political kind of system of Rome, like, 
a lot more in depth. It's just crazy to see how much of it, like those ideas, carry over to ours. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of model ourselves after the Roman Republic or whatever. You know. We try to. Yeah. We try to. Do you know that the uh, that the word candidate is derived from the Latin word that means whitened? Really. Yeah, and although it's not about skin color, it's about uh, it's about their togas. Um, oh, interesting! Because the Senate, when when the Senate was in session, they wore specially whitened togas. Oh wow, that's really but, interesting. But it carries all the way down to freaking 2018, <laughs> man. The candidate yep. are whitened. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. <sighs> yep. Really depressed about politics, but yeah, that's new. Uh, it, it is. It's a little, it's a little depressing. But you know what? It, it's just like everything. Uh, better tomorrow is within our hands. All we got to do is wake up and make the decision to do something about it, and that might be calling your representatives, um, that sort of thing. Um, it is kind of funny the hypocrisy that we've been like throwing at these these kids that are now protesting. Right, um, I know. You know. Like, all of a sudden now, because they're speaking out on something that's very politically charged, it's like, well, they're 17-year-olds. How much can they know? And it's like, well, in a year, you're going to expect them to sign up <laughs> right? Say, you know, well, so for a draft in which they'll a question have to be that I, sorry. Right. I know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So it's like, we can't buy alcohol, but we can buy an AR-15. But then that also raises the question, like, you can have a driver's license at 16, but you can't vote? I mean, why is the voting age 18? They lowered it actually um, from it 21, I think, at one point. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's interesting. Those like those are that's kind of what I feel like. There there should no longer be these things that are just off limits, right? If if uh, like I don't know. If we want America to get better, we need to look at it from every angle. Yeah. The voting age was lowered from 21 to 18. Um, sometime maybe. Well, it had to have been after women's suffrage, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, the debate sort of began during World War II and intensified during the Vietnam War when young men uh, were denied the right to vote, were being conscripted to fight for oh, their country. That makes sense. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, raise the right, raise the voting age. Then, I mean, to twenty-one. I don't really mind that. I mean, I kind of think it's important to like have these people's voices heard, though. Well, I mean, what I was saying was potentially lowering it, but then then you're going to status of like what constitutes being an adult. Right. I don't actually think that the I I, I don't think that sixteen year olds should be able to drive personally. Well, um, there. Yeah, there you go. Make it eighteen. Get, a lot. A lot of countries are eighteen, right? Uh, yeah. And in fact, I'm fine with like you having a permit during that time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I don't really think that kids should be able to drive on their own. I mean, well, the smoking age in Oregon was just raised to 21. So true. Like, yeah. And it's just like weird, like because all this stuff it's like based on drafting young men. I mean, like, what gives 18 year olds like the like? This is what's weird. It's like at 18, can't like can't you like legally play the lottery at 18? But you can't yeah. go into a casino. Right, <laughs> because they serve alcohol. Yeah, but you can you can be a stripper at eighteen. At eighteen, yeah, I know. God, it's so weird. There's so many backwards things. Like, well, and and here's the other thing. Like, um, with the with our 
technology growing and um, these new kind of public transit things like the Hyperloop and stuff, who's or um, cars that drive themselves, like who's to say that we even need to have licenses soon? You know, true. Maybe, that maybe, probably will go away. Maybe we should raise the the age to get a driver's license so that it discourages people from getting cars. But then again, then you have the oil companies and the car manufacturers that are all pissed off about that because their profits will decrease. Well, hey, so. they can shift their fucking focus and find a new niche. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yep. It's what I've never understood about companies that like go under. It's like, okay, time to just fucking adjust with the rest of the fucking yeah. world, you douchebags. Right. It's one reason why I admire Ford because, you know, they got the big bailout. Uh-huh. But then they fucking turn their business model around. Like, hmm. they don't mostly sell giant-ass trucks anymore. I mean, they still sell plenty, but they sell very fuel-efficient cars. And as far That's as, like, true. American-made cars go, like, the Ford Focus and all those types of cars are among the highest fuel efficiency. Yeah. I mean, well, we drive one. We get, like, 40 to 45 miles per gallon sometimes oh, that's pretty on good. the freeway. Yeah. yeah, that's how our Subaru is, too. Um, a while back, I saw that uh, some European countries have set dates for when they will no longer be um, selling cars that run on fuel. Yeah. Which I think is so awesome. It's like, smart. It is smart. Like, how long can can oil and gas last? Right? I mean... You know what I... what. What would be a great, I mean, I know, and that's the thing they always talk about. It's like, well, it could, you know, but I remember when we were a kid, they're like, gas reserves are going to be out by the time you guys are adults. And then they just found more gas, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I mean, like even, even shit like what happened in the seventies could happen, you know? And then, and then people are paying $10 a gallon and freaking out. Um, You don't want that to happen. And plus like, I don't know. D- does anybody care about pollution anymore? Does anybody care about like. The relation between CO2 and what it does to the at, like to the atmosphere and all of the freaking plants and animal that animals that reside on the the earth <laughs> like well, clearly the corporations plants, don't plants but, use CO2 well but true yeah the but animals you know what I mean and stuff. Yeah. yeah and it's not just the CO2 that's the problem though it's the other right. things too it's like this yeah. it's just the CO and the other things that are like poisonous and then not mm-hmm. only that but it's like think about how much tread you lose on your tires. And now think about where all that is. Think yeah. about a congested city and all of that fucking rubber just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't just like disappear. Right. It just becomes. Well, same thing with plastics and stuff. And, and aren't plastics oil based? I mean, that's why our oceans are just like yeah. messed up. And like, seriously. Plastic. Uh, micro things like floating yeah, around in the and, ocean getting into our fish that we're consuming right and that has really only started happening since like the 50s or something you know because like plastics weren't even around by then or until then so like in the span of 70 years we have just freaking destroyed the ocean practically yeah dude it's pretty pretty intense but you know we what can turn humans, it around it's not too late but humans humans you know, they can't affect the environment in that way. There's no way, right? We just, do it just, all the time. I We've been doing it for hundreds of years. It's just yeah. crazy to think that people are still in denial about that. 
It's like, what? Do you think human beings are just, like, less significant than we actually are? It's like, we're pretty amazing creatures. We're pretty amazing at fixing things. We're also pretty amazing at fucking it up. So, I don't know. We're just raging again. That was, like, the episode. This is, like, the episode of rage. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of speaking of human disappointments, uh, we just put out the Hiroshima episode of uh awesome book club so if you guys want to listen to our dissection of hiroshima by john hersey and have kind of a first-hand look at some of the survivors and their stories of of what happened after the the bomb was dropped um i thought it was pretty interesting listen and being a part of it so yeah uh, it was a it was a very fun conversation. So yeah, go ahead and check that out. It's on airpodcast.com along with this one. Um, I mean, if you look now as you're listening to this, you'll probably just see the two episodes of Hiroshima right below this one. So um, it was a fun talk. Anyways, I guess we could probably start wrapping this up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a windy road. Yeah. Last thing I wanted to say is that uh, I forgot uh, I, I booked flight. Maybe I mentioned it already, but I booked flights. I'm going to Boston in May. So nice. looking forward to that trip. Going to go mm-hmm. drink a cold Sam Adams across the street from a cold Sam Adams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because he's dead and he's oh. buried and he's Ooh, probably wow. cold. Dark. Yeah. Hey, well, that's <laughs> what happens. Death catches us all. Don't matter if you're a founding father or not. <laughs> True, man. It's coming. That's why we got to use our Use our time as a uh, as a withering commodity. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Use our time wisely, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to. Because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be dead. And you're going to realize that you spent 50 years <laughs> of your life watching TV. You're going to wake up and you'll be dead? <laughs> yeah, probably. You'll wake up and you'll be like, fuck, I'm dead. Does that work like that? I don't, who's to say? Nobody fucking uh, knows. True. Yeah. I mean, science says that that's not the case, but uh, who knows? I don't dude. really think science can tell. We might just be, uh, we w- might wake up in another dimension. Hey, that'd be cool. Where all of the colors are inverted and we're upside down. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd like to go to the dimension where everything's made out of butts. <laughs> like in Rick and Morty? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for then it would be like you're constantly breathing farts in. Whatever, you'd get used to it. Yeah, I guess. Their their lungs evolved uh, to the point where they only breathed in farts. <laughs> like that was, <laughs> that was <laughs> farts just pumping through their veins. You know, like oh, my body needed this fart yeah. gas. <laughs> and when they, when they come to Earth, they can survive, but they have to like stand really close to people. <laughs> yeah, could breathe in their their twelve farts a day or whatever. Not only that, but like they are like human beings do outgas, you know, just through their skin and stuff too. So that'd probably be pretty minimal, though, right? Like it'd be like you'd have like a SpongeBob moment where you're like, well, yeah, you obviously like want to get the big farts when you can, but then those yeah. can like those last even more when you're like kind of breathing in the same gas through the farts that just slip through your butt without actually like making a sound. Yeah, you know, because you're leaking gas out that bitch all day. I don't care well, who you are. Probably what they would do is actually just hook up like a machine to the cows. You know how cows apparently fart. No, it has to be human farts. Only human farts. Okay. Yeah. Got well, then then every human would just have a little gas container that that's that they're plugged into all the time, 
and uh, then it's harvested for those people who rely on the, those gases. Yeah, there's a new industry. Yep. The fart industry, just uh-huh. for our visitors from the fart dimension. <laughs> God. <laughs> nice tangent there, Rhett. <laughs> oh, dude. oh, anyways, I think we probably wrap it up. Yep. I don't know. We're kind of meandering, but uh, it's been fun talking. It has, um, man. Anyways, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, hey, if you are like us and you don't uh, like the political environment in which we currently are, you should... Um, Call your congressman, or better yet, uh, run for office. <laughs> or better yet, tweet Donald Trump, because that's all yeah. he reads. Yeah, tweet him. Change yeah. change all your handles to Fox News and tweet uh, Donald Trump. Then he'll definitely read it. <laughs> yeah, flood the market with Fox News Twitter handles, and he'll he'll he won't know what's real. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> everybody just everybody has different like at handles but then you know how you can just change your username to be Dude, whatever like. yes we should do that let's push that movement we all just become fox news and tweet at donald trump he wouldn't know the difference <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most genius way of getting political change like fox, yeah. fox news donald trump uh at donald trump uh this just in global warming's real trust scientists and he's like what I got to yeah. go sign the Paris Accord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That'd Anyways. All, all right, right, guys. Yep. Thanks for hanging out all this time. Sorry we were just <laughs> went nowhere. Uh, as always, you can hit us up at GameDevsQuest on Twitter, uh, airpodcast.com forward slash GameDevsQuest. Oh, wait. What? What did I just say? I have what? no idea. <laughs> you guys can hit us up on Twitter. We're at Game Devs Quest. You can email us, gdq at airpodcast.com. That's what I was looking for. find us uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash airpodcast. And as always, if you've got the time, please, 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 please give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes, your favorite podcast platform. Even if you hate us, give us one star and say, these guys fucking blow. They talked about politics the whole time. I thought this was Game Dev Podcast. Um and then, you know, we'll be like, I'm sorry you feel that way. There's other there's other episodes though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. And then also if you don't want to miss a thing, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And then you get every podcast delivered straight to your ear holes every Monday. Mm-mm-mm. Um just in time for the Monday grind. And uh if you're so inclined, go check out our other podcast too. We got the Awesome Book Club podcast, uh, which is a lot of fun, and we are Reading a lot of nonfiction. It's very, 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 very good. So go check that out. It's on the same place you found this one, airpodcast.com, and on iTunes under the Awesome Book Club uh, title. For sure. If you guys want to join our Discord, we're at bit.ly forward slash GDQ Discord. Hop on. Oh, yeah. Become a part of the conversation. And if you're so inclined, please find the link at the bottom of the show notes for this week uh, to our Humble Bundle um, affiliation link pages uh, <laughs> if you use our links anytime you make a purchase on a humble bundle uh, we get a portion of that and it goes straight back into the podcast straight back into the discord straight back into the website straight back to the community uh, we're not keeping any of that money um, it's just going to help us grow and help us fund bigger and better projects and reach more people so if you like what you're hearing then you can go get something for yourself and give a little bit to us while also supporting great charities so for sure. Thanks, guys. Um, I think that does it for this week. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Cue that music. Oh. Uh...
Yeah. 